Welcome to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. Whether you're a backyard gardener, a market gardener, or a small-scale farmer just starting out or a seasoned grower, this show is for you. Join us as we share tips and tricks, tactics and hacks to growing food for yourself, your family, and your community, as well as sharing stories here from the field and other growers and farmers making a difference in their local food webs. My name is Cody, and I will be your host, so let's get growing. All right, welcome back to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. Can you believe we are already in Season 2, Episode 5? Man, it's going quick. We are actually on our third episode in our companion planting series. And in this episode, we are going to dive deep into companion planting in the herb garden and explore 10 essential herbs that every garden should have. And then we're actually going to go over another 12 additional herbs, so a total of 22 herbs in today's episode we're going to cover that are very beneficial and can be companion planted all over the garden. Now, if you've been following along with the podcast or over on our YouTube channel, you'll know that companion planting is a very popular gardening technique that involves growing different plants together to benefit each other. In the herb garden, companion planting can help improve the soil quality, attract beneficial insects, and deter pests naturally. So here are 10 essential herbs that every garden should have and how they can actually benefit from the companion planting. Now the first one we want to talk about is basil. Basil is a popular herb that not only adds flavor to your dishes, but it also has natural pest repellent properties. So by planting basil near tomatoes, it can help deter pests like tomato hornworms, which are always an issue if you're growing tomatoes, and the white flies. And really if you haven't encountered hornworms yet, you are in for it because those things are wild looking. And really, if you can't deter them, um, say with an herb like basil, and you're not using pesticides, of course, really the only other way to, to tackle them is grab them, squish them, get them off your tomatoes. So that can be quite a job. So basil is a great way to deter the hornworms and the white flies. Now, additionally, basil has aromic oils that can repel mosquitoes and flies. So it makes it an excellent herb to plant near windows and doors around your house as well. Now basil is also a great companion plant for peppers as it can improve their flavor and growth. So basil is definitely in my top three for sure and one we plant every year. Now the second one we're going to talk about which my wife just loves growing is chives. Chives are easy to grow and can add a mild onion flavor to your dishes. They're just not quite as strong as an onion but they do add a, a nice little pop. They also have a natural pest repellent properties and can deter pests like aphids, carrot rust flies, and Japanese beetles. So when planted with carrots, chives can improve the flavor and the growth of both plants. Chives are also a great companion plant for tomatoes, as they can repel spider mites and improve their flavor. Now next on the list is dill. Dill is a natural pest repellent that can also attract beneficial insects like ladybugs and lacewings. So by planting dill with cabbage, broccoli and other members of the brassica family, it can improve their growth and their flavor. Additionally, dill can help repel pests like aphids, cabbage loopers, and spider mites. Dill is also a great companion plant for lettuce as it can help improve the flavor and deter pests like slugs. So dill is definitely one of those multi-use herbs. Now next on the list, I'm going to put on the list with a little word of caution, is mint. I love mint, and mint is a versatile herb that can be used in cooking and has natural pest repellent properties. And by planting mint near cabbage, tomatoes, and peppers, it can help repel pests like ants, fleas, and flies. And it can also be planted around the perimeter of the garden to deter pests from entering. 
Mint's also a great companion plant for broccoli as it can repel cabbage moss and improve its flavor. Now my big caution or warning when it comes to planting mint around the garden with other plants is it spreads like crazy. <laughs> it's very invasive. So mint's great to grow. You just have to stay on top of it or contain it. You know, so another thing you could do is potentially put grow it in a container right by some of those other plants. So that's my only word of caution with mint. Great herb to grow. A lot of benefits. You just need to be careful with it. Now next on the list is oregano. Oregano is a flavorful herb that can benefit any vegetable planted nearby. By planting oregano near any vegetables, it can help improve their flavor and deter pests like your aphids, spider mites, and whiteflies. Oregano is also a great companion plant for peppers as it can help improve their flavor and deter pests like thrips. Next up is rosemary. Rosemary is a fragrant herb that can add flavor to many dishes, of course. It can also be used as a natural pest repellent when planted with beans, broccoli, and carrots. Additionally, rosemary can attract beneficial insects like bees and butterflies. So that kind of makes rosemary a triple threat, bringing in the pollinators as well. Rosemary is also a great companion plant for cabbage as it can repel cabbage moths and improve its flavor. So pretty hard to go wrong planting rosemary in the garden. Now sage is another fantastic must-have. Sage has natural pest repellent properties. Man, say that five times fast. <laughs> and can help repel pests like cabbage moths, carrot flies, and slugs. Now by planting sage near brassicas and carrots, it can improve their flavor and deter pests from eating them. So sage is another one of those good guardian crops. Sage is also a great companion plant for tomatoes as it can help repel the dreaded hornworms again as it can help repel the dreaded hornworms again and improve their flavor as well. Now thyme is not only something we're always running short of, but it's actually another herb that can benefit from companion planting in your herb garden. This herb has a natural pest repellent properties that can help repel pests like the tomato hornworms, man that's, you know, that's a biggie on my list, cabbage loopers, and corn earworms. Additionally, Thyme can help improve the growth of certain vegetables like your strawberries, eggplants, and tomatoes when planted nearby. One great way to incorporate thyme into your herb garden is by planting it near your tomatoes. Not only can it help repel the pests like the tomato hornworms, but it can actually enhance the flavor of your tomatoes. The oils and the thyme have a similar flavor profile to the tomatoes, so planting them nearby can actually help intensify the taste of your tomato dishes. Fun little fact there. Another great use for thyme in companion planting is with eggplant. Thyme can help improve the growth and flavor of the eggplant when planted nearby. Additionally, thyme can help repel the pests like the flea beetles that commonly target eggplants. I know, they've targeted mine and wiped out entire beds of them. And that's a big reason, guys, why, why over the course of time I've understood the importance of companion planting. I've had these tragedies happened out in the market garden. I've had complete beds wiped right out, wipe out entire crops. So, and it's typically because of one of these pests is, is normally the issue. And by just learning how to companion plant properly, especially with some of these herbs, it can actually make a tremendous difference on the productivity and success of your garden. And that's really why I do all of this because I want nothing more than success for you guys to be able to grow more food and feed more people for yourself. Now, Overall, thyme is a very versatile herb that can benefit many different vegetables in the herb garden. So by planting it strategically, you can help improve the overall health and productivity of your garden.
Now number nine on the list is parsley. Parsley is a versatile herb that can be planted near many vegetables to improve their growth much like the thyme. By planting parsley near your tomatoes, asparagus, and corn, it can help improve their flavor and attract beneficial insects like the hoverflies and parasitic wasps that prey on garden pests. Now number 10 on the list, while not technically an herb, it's definitely a must-have, so I throw it in this group and I'll throw it right in my herb garden as well, um, is marigolds. Like I said, they're not technically an herb, but marigolds are a great companion plant for any herb garden. Marigolds have a natural pest repellent properties and can help repel pests like aphids, white flies, and nematodes. They can also attract beneficial insects like ladybugs and hoverflies. So marigolds are definitely a must-have in every garden, including your herb garden. So those are the list of 10 must-have herbs that I believe every garden should have. And if you're going to have an herb garden with just a handful, I would say grow those 10 absolutely and learn where you can use them out in your veggie garden. But that being said, there are a bunch more herbs that are fantastic for cooking, fantastic to use out in the garden. So we're going to give you a list of 12 more herbs, giving you a total of 22 herbs that you could incorporate as an herb garden by itself or out into your veggie garden. The next one on the list is going to be cilantro. Now cilantro, I have a love-hate relationship with cilantro. Cilantro is a very flavorful herb that is commonly used in Mexican and Asian cuisine. Most people absolutely love it, and I don't mind it if it's not overdone. Cilantro also has natural pest repellents that can help repel aphids, spider mites, and white flies when planted with other vegetables like your tomatoes and your peppers. So cilantro is a great one to have out in the salsa garden. Next on the list is going to be lemon balm. Lemon balm is a citrus scented herb that is great for teas, desserts, and as a natural insect repellent. It can help repel pests like mosquitoes and white flies when planted near your doorways and your windows. So kind of like your basil, it's a great one to plant around the perimeter of your house or your yard or the garden. Next on the list is going to be fennel. Fennel is a fragrant herb that can add a licorice like flavor to your dishes. It also has natural pest repellent properties and can also help repel pests like aphids and slugs when planted near other vegetables like your cabbage and your carrots. Next up is lavender. Lavender is a fragrant herb that is commonly used in aromatherapy and is a natural insect repellent. It can help repel pests like moths, fleas, mosquitoes. So another great one for planting around your windows and your doors around your yard. Lavender is a fantastic herb to grow. Next up we have chamomile. Chamomile is a versatile herb that is commonly used in teas and can also be used as a natural insect repellent. It can repel pests like ants, fleas, and flies as well when planted near other vegetables like cabbage and onions. So chamomile, although maybe overlooked, is another great herb to have out in the garden. Next up is tarragon. Tarragon is a flavorful herb that's commonly used in French cuisine can also be used as a natural insect repellent and can help repel pests like aphids and white flies when planted near other vegetables like tomatoes and peppers. Next up on our list is lemon verbena. Lemon verbena is a fragrant herb that is great for teas, desserts, and as a natural insect repellent. It can help repel pests like mosquitoes and flies when planted near doorways and windows. Number eight on the bonus list is coriander. A coriander is a flavorful herb that is commonly used in Indian and Asian cuisine. It also has natural pest repellent properties and can repel pests like aphids, spider mites, and white flies 
when playing without the vegetables like your tomatoes and your peppers. If you're writing these down, you can see you can get quite a good list of herbs to plant around specific vegetables like your tomatoes and peppers or your cabbage and your carrots. Now next up, and one we don't often think of up here in Michigan, but it can definitely be grown up here and it can be great for hedgerows or around the garden, is sagebrush. Now sagebrush is different than sage. Sage is actually a member of the mint family, where sagebrush is a member of the sunflower family, interestingly enough. And sagebrush is a fragrant herb that's commonly used in Native American traditions, but it can also be used as a natural insect repellent and can help repel pests like ants, fleas, and flies when planted near other vegetables like beans and peas. So sagebrush is another good one to have on the list. Now next up, we've all heard of, not many have grown probably, is catnip. Catnip is a fragrant herb that is loved by cats and can also be used as a natural insect repellent. It can help repel pests like mosquitoes and flies when planted near doorways and windows. Here's my word of caution. If you have a bunch of cats, I don't suggest planting catnip in your veggie garden. I would probably plant it off by itself or around the house like the windows and doors so you don't have cats all over the garden if you can help it. However, catnip is a great herb to grow and like I said a great one to repel your mosquitoes and flies when planted around doorways and windows. So, And your cats will love you for it if you got cats. Next on the list is echinacea. Echinacea is also known as coneflower. It is a beautiful herb with many medicinal properties. It can also be a beneficial companion plant for other herbs and vegetables. Now echinacea also attracts beneficial insects such as bees as well as butterflies to your garden which can help pollinate your plants. So anytime you can attract pollinators that's a good thing and echinacea is one of those herbs that can definitely do that. It can also help repel harmful pests like the Japanese beetle, aphids, and root knot nematodes making it an excellent companion for tomatoes, peppers, and eggplants. So go ahead and add that one to the list for your tomatoes, peppers, and eggplants. Last on our list is comfrey. Now comfrey is a nutrient-rich herb that can add minerals to your soil when used as compost or mulch. It has deep roots that can actually bring up nutrients from deep within the soil, making it an excellent companion plant for your shallow-rooted herbs and vegetables like your lettuce and your spinach, which you know I love growing a lot of lettuce and spinach. So comfrey is definitely something I'd like to plant a little more of this year so I can take advantage of the benefits as well. Comfrey can also attract pollinators, which, you know, I'm big on tracking pollinators. We're probably going to do a whole episode in the series on companion planting with pollinators because pollinators are essential to growing a productive vegetable garden. But comfrey is one of those that can attract pollinators and beneficial insects like ladybugs and lacewings to your garden as well. So... Planting it strategically, you can actually improve the overall health and productivity of your entire garden. So comfrey is one of those that's not often thought of, but definitely should be utilized in your garden. Now by incorporating these additional herbs into your herb garden and using companion planting techniques in the veggie garden, you can create a thriving, healthy garden that provides you with fresh herbs and vegetables throughout the entire growing season. So again, here's a complete list of the 22 herbs we went over today. You've got basil, chives, dill, mint, oregano, rosemary, sage, thyme, parsley, marigold, lavender, chamomile, lemon balm, fennel, cilantro, tarragon, lemon verbena, catnip, echinacea, comfrey, coriander, and sagebrush. 
man, that's quite a list. But now that we've covered some of the essential herbs for companion planting in your herb garden, let's recap what we've learned today. Companion planting, of course, is a popular gardening technique that can benefit your herb garden and your veggie garden in many, many ways, from natural pest control to improved soil quality. The 10 essential herbs we covered, basil, chives, dill, mint, oregano, rosemary, thyme, sage, parsley, and marigold, all of these have unique properties that make them excellent candidates for companion planting. And by using these herbs in your garden, you can create a multi-beneficial relationship that improves the overall health and productivity of, of your entire garden. So I know that herbs are definitely something we love to incorporate in our garden every single year. We've also got a small separate herb garden all by itself. Um, but I think learning the benefits of how to companion plant the herbs within your veggie garden definitely creates a win-win-win situation. So that's why we're diving deep into companion planting in this entire series. Because once you know what to grow and why you're growing it and what to grow it next to, you can quite literally drastically improve the quality and productivity in your garden. That I know for a fact. And that's what I want for you. So I hope you guys are enjoying these series. This was the third episode on companion planning here on the podcast. In the next episode coming up this week, we're going to jump into our Planning Your First Garden series. And then we'll be right back into our companion planning series next Monday. And as far as what's shaking here on the farm, it is the last week of March. Uh, it looks like we're going to have a few partly sunny days in the mid-40s this week, and then we may get a little more snow yet, but it's definitely going to give me a few days to get out in the garden, start getting things prepped for the season. I know there's a handful of seeds I'm going to be starting this week. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a busy week around here. Really looking forward to it. We will have another episode coming out on Friday here on all the podcast platforms, and we will also have a couple more videos popping on the YouTube channel as well. So if you haven't checked out Growing Food and Feeding People at Simplistic Farms over on YouTube. Be sure to go over there, subscribe to the channel. We've got a pretty big library of videos now, all created to help you grow more food and feed more people. So I guess the last question I really have for you guys is, why the heck don't ants get sick? <laughs> because they have tiny antibodies. <laughs> Hopefully you have been inspired or entertained, learned something or laughed. I truly hope you're enjoying the podcast, and as always, I cannot thank you enough for tuning in and joining me every week. If you'd like to continue the conversation, we can chat over on Facebook at Simplistic Farms LLC, or you can send us a comment over there on YouTube at Simple Ain't Easy, Simplistic Farms. And of course, you can listen to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast on all of the platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts at, you can find us there. If you'd like to support the show or get involved in Project Feed Your Neighbor, there is a link down in the show notes. Or you can find us over on patreon.com at patreon slash simplisticfarms. We hope you have a great week. Make somebody smile. We'll talk to you on the next one.